there. It's Sunday. You know what that means. It's time for some football. And it's also time for another social sports pad podcast. I'm Ricky, your host. Ben and Justin aren't with me today, so I brought along a couple of friends. I have Tanner, I have Alex, and I have Tim. Let's get to it. Say hello, gentlemen, to the social verse. Hello, social verse. Howdy. Hola. It's a wonderful week two of the NFL season. A lot of crazy shenanigans, a lot of stuff that we uh, are covering tonight. We're going to cover each of the games that happened today. We're going to do a preview of the Monday night double. Well, not really double header. The Monday night double threat, dual threat. It's not a triple threat. You know, and then we'll talk about Thursday night between uh, the Steelers and the Browns, both coming off of disappointing losses on that one. All right, so uh, let's start with uh, basically going down the line. Uh, we have the wonderful game that happened in Baltimore between Miami and Baltimore. What were your guys' opinions? Uh, you know, let's start with Tanner. Um, I think that. Tua really showed that he was a really showed that he was a quarter that he could get get people out of get his team out of trouble. Um, I think this was a really big game for him in terms of his showing his leadership. Um, and overall, great win by the great win by the Dolphins on the road. All right, uh, let's go to Tim. I think it was overall, overall impressed me. Lamar Jackson impressed me with Baltimore. But the main side of the game was Jalen Waddle. He, like, impressed me with the touchdowns and stuff. And also, if you want to get jersey like Jalen Waddle, go fanatics.com to get Jalen Waddle jersey to represent. All right. Thank you for that plug for our uh, wonderful uh, affiliate uh, with uh, fanatics.com. Uh, basically, they are able to take care of all of your, uh, you know, all of your sports needs, uh, football and otherwise. You go there, follow the link in our bio and, uh, you know, get free shipping and everything because, you know, hey, that stuff's expensive. You know, got to save some money. All right. Now we'll go to Alex. Uh, what were uh, your thoughts on the Miami game? Let's see. Two of my co-hosts, they mentioned Miami, so now it's my turn to mention Baltimore. Uh, and Lamar has to stay in Baltimore for them to even have a chance to compete for a championship. I absolutely agree. Uh, I definitely uh, see, you know... It, I mean, I watched this game, and basically my thought, uh, Lamar Jackson is absolutely, without a doubt, uh, one of the premier uh, elite athletes in the NFL. It doesn't matter if you see him as a, a running back in a quarterback's body or a quarterback uh, with some uh, running abilities. Seriously, man can do it all. Um, I really um, saddened that uh, Baltimore pulled uh, an Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl uh, second half. Uh, but it was also a credit to Tua. Uh, Tua, um, he, he's going to be scrutinized all year this year uh, about uh, his quarterback play. Um, and really, he showed that when the chips are down, he can bring that team back. Uh, he brought them back from 21 in the fourth quarter. That is phenomenal, gentlemen. Um, and, you know, I like how just the progression of both of these quarterbacks, uh, where Lamar Jackson isn't just relying on Mark Andrews. He is distributing the ball and distributing the ball well. Um, so I see really great things uh, for both of these uh, teams who I definitely see in the playoffs uh, this year. Uh, um, so going from there uh, to another, you know, kind of shocking uh, game. Uh, we're going to Cleveland, uh, where the Cleveland Browns were beat at home by the New York Jets. Uh, as anyone who is a fan of this podcast knows, the Jets are one of my top five teams 
in terms of uh, who I think you're going to get the high draft picks this year. So, Jets, thank you for disappointing me this year uh, <laughs> so far. Uh, so, uh, basically, we go around the room again. Oh, again, we'll start with Tanner. We'll go to Tim, and we'll go to Alex uh, last. So, you know, kind of uh, give, us a, give us a skinny, uh, Tanner. Uh, Jets really sh- showed that they have that they're trying to work on their things as a team. I know that they're probably going to get a really high draft pick this year, but Jets fans really don't get that much to celebrate, and I'm happy for them. All right, and Tim, I think it was an awesome game. Like. Jets' comeback was awesome. Like, both them teams are good. Cleveland Browns has a lot of targets. Bruce has a lot of targets. But I think Jets deserve it. Flacco is going to maybe after this year, he after he's going to retire. But he still has like, the power to bring the team before Wilson returns to the Jets. All right. And you, Alex? Uh, let's give a round of applause to the Jets. We saw some despicable things posted on social media, and it was great to see them beat the Browns. Despicable? Wow. Enlighten me on that. Um, There was a meme. It was, I found it on NFL memes or the IG NFL memes account. Okay. And um, it was a table. There was a mannequin on the table and it said happy endings aren't illegal. Ah, okay. It was in the Sean Watson uh, meme, All right. I mean, to be fair, we don't really have to talk about the the Sean Watson for eleven weeks, so we're uh, pretty good. Um, so, I mean, uh, a couple things that I saw from this, uh, I saw a kind of an uh, an article where uh, uh, it seemed like Joe Flacco was quoted saying that. Uh, he can beat the Cleveland Browns because he's got more wins in Cleveland than most of the Cleveland Browns do. And I, I mean, not going to lie. He showed that he can win at Cleveland. Um, he guaranteed it. Yeah. He, he definitely did and uh, lived up to that promise. Uh, and then I also saw on um, NF uh, on ESPN, uh, they uh, were talking about how, uh, Nick Chubb is now showing that he's an elite running back. Uh, Nick Chubb has been an elite uh, running back for the past couple of years. You know, th- welcome uh, ESPN to the program uh, when it comes to uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, he's definitely a phenomenal running back, one of the keynote pieces in Cleveland. And absolutely, if you have Nick Chubb in your fantasy team, then Chef's kiss. All right. Speaking of phenomenal performances, we're going to Detroit now, and I want to talk about Amon Ra. You know, like he's not just a Thundercats villain; he is a man to be feared, ladies and gentlemen. And I am loving how Detroit has somebody that isn't named Barry Sanders and Megatron to cheer for this season. Uh, So I'll let you guys uh, go again. Same format style. Uh, Starting with Tanner. Let's go. Uh, Like you said, I'm on, I'm on Roth is he went off. He went off a lot. Um, Nine catches, 116 yards, and two touchdowns. And the good to we we knew that this game was going to be a bit of a dumpster fire with the whole with the teams that are in there. And good to see Detroit get the win. All right, and uh, Tim. I think it was a good game, but I think the real story is about DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift was injury-prone during the game, but a lot of people saying he's the new Barry Sanders. So I think DeAndre Swift is going to replace Barry Sanders in the present day of Barry Sanders. DeAndre Swift is going to be like phenomenal running back by the end of the year. He'll be like awesome running back. 
All right. And now Alex. Um, you know, another wide receiver also balled out, albeit this was more playing catch up in the third quarter. Uh Kurt Samuel did really good. He not as good as last week, but showing that he is uh WR one. That's a pretty bold assessment. I mean, like seriously, I you guys, wow, you know, definitely, I love your bold assessments, uh, and each of yours, uh, uh saying Kurt Samuel, uh, being, uh, uh, a wide receiver one and uh you know for you tim saying that deandre swift is the new barry sanders i mean you know like the a a detroit man will probably shank you come uh come the next time you go to detroit uh because of uh you saying you know something disparaging about you know barry sanders one of the greatest running backs of all time but it is nice that the Detroit Lions finally have somebody that can run the ball uh, since Barry, because they've had nobody uh, since Barry that can tote the rock. Um, and it's it's nice to see this team that struggled so, so hard last year to get a W, get the W this week. Uh, and, you know, I mean, the Redskins – it was like a tale of two halves a little bit where they came back and put up, uh, put up some points. Um, you know, I mean, it's definitely, definitely nice to see, uh, refreshing in, uh, you know, uh, for, for two teams that my opinion, don't score a lot to score a bunch. Um, that does not score a bunch. Uh, we're going to Jacksonville now, uh, where they shut out the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, many people thought that Indianapolis was going to walk away, uh, probably by Thanksgiving with the uh, AFC uh, South. Uh, so uh, let's go around again. Uh, let everybody let everybody know your opinion. Man, the Colts are looking. Uh pretty bad um everybody thought their def everybody thought their defense uh was going to carry them but they really have not recovered from the loss of Andrew Luck and the way that Jacksonville kind of just walked all over them is kind of embarrassing for them all right and Tim Tim, Tim. Tim. All right, something's going on with Tim, so we're uh, you know, going to Alex. I'm here. You hear me? Oh, okay. I can hear you now. Uh, okay, we so, lost Tanner, so. Um... Okay. All right. So when's the, when is the last time that welcome back, Tanner? Be, when is the last time that the Colts beat Jacksonville? Never. So, did you shock and Alan Robinson proved the game? They deserve it. Like, you just check this phenomenal game. Al Robinson is like a phenomenal break. I think it's going to do phenomenal throughout the season. All right, and Alex. Pretty much the Colts repeated what they did last week against my team, the Texans, except this time they just never got it going in the third quarter. And so this is probably going to be. Or it's looking to be a lost year for them again. All right. I mean, I don't, I don't see that. Um, you know, my my take on this uh, with the Indianapolis Colts is it's definitely a hard opening uh, for them this season. Uh, they had two divisional opponents, uh, uh, and I mean, playing Jacksonville on the road, um, like Jacksonville plays in the vision hard. Um, so I definitely saw maybe, you know, them losing today. Uh, actually I think in, um, in the little discord, did I put the Jags over the, uh, Colts as my, uh, upset and, uh, my pick them? Probably have to talk to Chris, but I think so. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, in a discord uh, chat that I do with, uh, uh, 
picks. So we have a, a weekly pick um, where we pick uh, you know five game or uh, five games, five winners, uh, one being an upset, and we get points based on that. And I think I picked the uh, picked the Jaguars to beat the Colts. Uh, I mean, the Colts—they're definitely you know on paper. Uh, better than they were last year, um, you know, with uh, picking up uh, Stephon Gilmore and uh, you know replacing uh, Wentz with uh, with Matt Ryan. Um, but I mean, you know, Jacksonville uh, with James Robinson, uh, uh, they uh, they definitely move the ball. Uh, I you know I like the one-two punch in Jacksonville of uh, James Robinson and uh, and Etienne. Um, and I just, you know, I can't wait to see, uh, Jacksonville go back to the roots that they have, which is a strong run game and a good defense. Uh, that has been, uh, the MO for a successful Jacksonville team since the Mark Brunel years. So there we go. Um, so, uh, next we're going to go to, uh, the second battle of the undefeated uh, of the week um, between uh, the Buccaneers and the Saints, which uh, I think it was like until the like fourth quarter, they were three to three. Um, so we'll go around and, you know, basically work from there. All right. So um, Tanner. First of all, Brady kind of like, he kind of looks like he was a little frustrated on the sideline. Um, we had a little bit of a we had a little bit of a brawl there, and seems that um, Yeah. Everything good? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thought you were cutting out again. Uh, uh, so uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Tim. I think it was a good like matchup, like beside the brawl, like yeah, Fonet did awesome. Saints did awesome without Kamara, like Saints are missing Kamara is a big point, but like. I think Brady didn't do his best as he did last week, but it's like I think it was over a good matchup between both teams. All right, uh, Alex. Oh, and welcome Joey to the program. Hello, Joey. What's up? Hi, Joey. All right, not much. Just uh, talking, uh, talking the football. Uh, we go with. Uh, We'll get with Alex, and then we'll get uh, your thoughts on the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Saints game, and we'll uh, go from there, okay? Okay. All right. Go ahead, man. Alex. Hello? Anybody here? Knock, knock. The pizza's here. Well, what? Oh, pizza. All right. It better be good. <laughs> Does it have the energy drink to go with it too? Just gonna... <laughs> All right, ah, that's weird. Okay, uh, Tanner was like, "Oh, it seemed like the lobby was full, but no, the lobby's not full." Uh, welcome back, Tanner. All right, so Alex, uh, uh, New Orleans and uh, Tampa Bay thoughts? Ah, yes. Uh, Michael Thomas, good day today. Um, I think he's back to full health which is good for the Saints because they need an outlet, and he will be that outlet. All right, Joey, uh, your thoughts on uh, Tampa Bay and uh, New Orleans? Just disconnected. Uh, so I guess I'll talk about my thoughts. Uh, I mean... Uh, like I said, uh, this game was, you know, 3-3 three, three going into the fourth quarter. A nice action-filled uh, fourth quarter. Uh, apparently, you know, also heard that Tom Brady got involved into a, a, a fight. So I'm like, oh, man, the guy's getting spry in his old age. Um, 
I mean, overall, you know, the Tampa Bay defense is absolutely what's going to carry this team. It looks like in the early goings, um, uh, especially because, you know, like Godwin's out. Uh, they didn't have Julio Jones. You know, Fournette got ejected. So, like, hey, you know, happens moving forward with them. Um, but I mean, it's also the NFC South, so it's kind of a weak sauce division. Um, so it'll probably be theirs walking. Uh, you know, next we're going to go to, uh, Jersey, uh, with the Giants going against Carolina. Um, Brian Dable, uh, bringing the Giants to 2 and 0. Uh, again, yeah, same format. Uh, let's go, Tanner. Uh, I think the Giants are going to. I think the Giants are going to surprise some people. Uh, now that the Cowboys don't have their firepower, uh, it seems seemed to me that they're start that they're starting to gel together as a team. Uh, it was a little. It was. I think that uh, Daniel Jones did okay, and. Seems that uh, New York's run, New York's run game is starting to fight, is starting to fire up a little bit. All right, Tim. So I think like New Orleans okay, but like I think when it comes down to the last minute, I think it's going to come to the Eagles and the Giants. So it's like the two top teams who want some more. So to the like NFC division, like the rest, Redskins and Cowboys, I don't know about them. They're all right, but it's like who wants it more between the Giants and the Eagles? So I think Giants is throwing a little bit of effort, but we'll see how the Eagles do tomorrow. So hey, Georgia. good, good. All right, Alex. Alex, can you hear me? I know we're having a lot of uh, connection issues uh, right now with this podcast. Uh, we're dropping in and out. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, audience, bear with us. Uh, thank you so much for your guys' patience. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, servers are definitely uh, low, uh, I guess, on energy. Uh, and, you know, speaking of which, if uh, you are, you know, feeling down uh, in energy-wise, feeling that, uh, you know, 10 o'clock, uh, dull slog, uh, at any time, uh, our affiliate, uh, W energy, uh, you know, the link is in the bio, click on them and browse some of their products, you know, help, uh, pick up that, uh, get up, uh, get up and go and, uh, take care of business. Uh, so Alex, are you back? Yes. All right, cool. Uh, so, uh, Carolina and New York, go ahead. Um, Thankfully, Carolina has a world-class running back, and Christian McCaffrey got 102 yards on the ground from 15 touches, plus a couple catches. The only thing is uh, no touchdowns, but should he have scored, he would have been – they would have won the game. But um, they're losing in close games, so I should see them uh, winning in these coming weeks. All right, Joey, you got anything to add? Um, I, I didn't even watch this game. So when you guys were talking about it, I just looked up this. I looked up the fact that the Giants won, and I'm surprised. Like, geez, Louise. I don't think anybody expected them to be one and zero at least. At least of all, two and zero. So you know what? If they can. If they really can even get three straight wins, I think Brian DeBall's job is going to be safe. I mean, for a guy's first year, yeah, definitely uh, the job should be safe. Uh, I think a lot with these new uh, head coaches, you know, they should get three years. Uh, no, Because, uh, I mean, the first year is always kind of the rougher patch. Uh, then, you know, you get kind of some energy with your quarterback and everything like that and basically roll from there. Um, I, I didn't watch this game either. I mean, 
to me, I didn't really have any interest in it. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, you know, the Giants, you know, the Giants and the Panthers, I mean, save for, um, you know, Christian McKenzie, DJ Moore on Carolina, and, you know, maybe to see if Saquon would continue his uh, reemergence campaign, which he did pretty well, 72 yards on the ground. Um, but, yeah, like, I... I definitely will just say kudos on uh, Ryan Dayball uh, for uh, starting off on a good note um, for the New York Giants. Uh, I know Baker's probably frustrated in Carolina, too rough, you know, uh, uh, losses uh, within a score. But hey, you know, uh, he'll definitely rebound, uh, you know, definitely as, you know, long as, you know, things are going from there. Um, uh, you know, speaking of uh, rebounds, uh, we're going to go to Pittsburgh and we're going to uh, talk about uh, the New England Patriots uh, beating uh, uh, Mr. Biscuit, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mitchell Trubisky and the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, uh, let's start with Tanner. Um, this was actually my – I actually picked the Steelers as my upset in Pickums. Um, I didn't think that Mac Jones and the Patriots offense was going to really was going to be was going to overtake the Steeler defense, even without T.J. Watt. They really Patriots surprised me, even though it was a three point victory. And yeah, um, Pittsburgh is going to be missing T.J. Watt here for a while. All right. And uh, Tim. It's a good game. Like it's especially like after like Patriots are bouncing back from like Miami, the big loss. But they bounce back today. Jacoby Myers stepped up for the Patriots and they have a good running back. Matt Jones the struggle at the beginning, but they with the momentum to like win that game against Steelers. Trubisky, they have his I don't think he had his best game like last week where he had a like good game. I think he just went downhill a little bit this week. Okay. And Alex. All right. Uh, Joey, you got anything on uh, Pittsburgh and uh, New England? Unfortunately, I don't. Um, however, I will say the parts of the game I did see, Mac Jones looked, looked like a rookie still. I mean, I don't know what they're doing to him that's making it this way, but he looked like a rookie. And okay. it's, a second year, it's a second year, so so things should be better. But they, I'd say they barely scratched out a win there. All right, uh, Alex, you back? Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, uh, so uh, Pittsburgh and uh, New England, what you got? Yeah, I'm waiting on them to start Kenny Pickett. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, like Pittsburgh, they just need an okay quarterback. Uh, not going to lie. Uh, just, you know, feed it to Harris. I mean, Harris was injured. You know, they were also missing a TJ Watt. Uh, there were a bunch of other defensive injuries yeah, to Pittsburgh. Um, uh, when I, you know, picked up, picked uh, my teams. I did pick the Steelers over the Patriots. Uh, I, you know, heard the reports of, uh, you know, uh, Mac Jones is back, you know, so he was, I was thinking, oh, it was kind of like broke back Mac. Um, and, you know, I thought definitely the offense was going to struggle. I almost uh, uh, was expecting a Brian Hoyer signing. Uh, I'd be like, man, he still plays football. But, you know, hey, um, you know, but, you know, it was, you know, not good to see New England bounce back. New England, why, why you you frustrate me all the time? Being uh being a Bills fan, you know, like seriously, yeah, you know, I, I hate you. Uh, but <laughs> you know, hey, way to pull out the victory in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, on the road. Um, you know, good job, guys. Uh. Gonna go from uh, Pittsburgh to LA. Uh, we're gonna go with the you know the Rams almost giving the game to uh, the Falcons, almost pulling an Atlanta Falcons uh, for the Atlanta Falcons. All right, so uh, Tanner, what you got? Oh, man, 
Um, Falcons, you had a perfect opportunity to exercise, excise some demons, and you choked it. Um, good comeback by L.A. And for Matthew Stafford. Yeah, nice little bounce back. Um, now, Tim, what you got? I agree with Tanner. It's a good comeback from the last week when they got destroyed by the Titans. But also, like, Cam Akers, the running back, stepped up his game. He did, last week, he, he scored nil. This week, he scored phenomenal, him and Henderson. But the main star of the game was Cooper Cup, you know? The number one target that Stafford throws. So it's like, that's the main star running through the game. So. Okay, you're good, man. All right, uh, Alex. 28 to 3. My gosh, they <laughs> love that number. But another thing is, um, why don't they pass it more to Kyle Pitts? I hear he's a world-class tight end, but we didn't see that today. I mean, uh, yeah, that is a good point. Uh, Joey, you got anything to add? Here, let me just, before I do, let me just take a bite of my food real quick. Um, <coughs> oh, no. He had Atlanta Falcons himself. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I just choked my opinion. I'm sorry. Now, were you having a bowl? Uh, I know you said a sandwich, but uh, you definitely know uh, Atlanta likes to choke around bowls. Um, well, so, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, anything else you got to add uh, other than uh, the wonderful choke thing? Or you need Heinlich? Yeah. Hey. No. Um. No. No. Just. Yeah, they really should use their world class tight end more. I mean, uh, it seemed like uh, they're changing a little bit. Um. Uh, Mariota, uh, I even think like back when he was in like Tennessee, he didn't, uh, utilize his tight ends a lot. Uh, I know he had, um, uh, Delaney Walker, uh, and you did well with him, but, uh, definitely see him more try to like, uh, push everything upfield, uh, type of quarterback play with him. Um, and I mean, like, seriously, Pitts had kind of a tough assignment. He had um, uh, Bobby Wagner uh, probably covering him all day. So definitely hard to uh, get uh, anything going to him from that. Uh, with the Rams, it was nice to see a uh, Cam Akers and Allen Robinson sighting. Uh, Allen Robinson getting a touchdown uh, today. Um, and... You know, I mean, as long as Cooper Cup stays healthy, he is going to get the ball. He is going to get the ball often, and he is going to score some points. So if you drafted him in the first round like I did in uh, you know, a couple of my fantasy leagues, uh, you know, very nice. Uh, pat yourself on the back, um, which totally did there. Um so uh, from uh, L.A., we're going uh, just a little bit up north. Uh, we're going to uh, San Francisco, and we are going to talk about the story of the week, which is the return of Jimmy G. All right. So, uh, Alex, do you want to take a uh, take a uh, hearings on this one? Uh, well, we've seen in the past they've done good with Jimmy, so. They should repeat the season like they did last year, make it to the playoffs at least with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a not a bad uh, prediction right there. All right. Uh, so with him, what you got? So I have a question: Who won between this game, the officials or San Fran? Because I swear I'm a Seahawks fan, but like they miss a lot of calls on. Against St. Friend on the like punch into the face to kind of get the ball and everything, but it's like Jimmy G is good, but like, yeah, the defense offense could like, yeah, he just slowed down a lot, like, because they want Seahawks won against Broncos, but they just went down a lot, 
Maybe they're going to bounce back next week against their opponent. So. Yeah, maybe. Um, Alex, what you got? Oh, again? Yeah. Oh, we went from uh, Tim to... Uh... Oh, wait, Snap, I gave you first, didn't I? Uh, I missed Tanner, man. My bad. Uh, R.O.P. Trey Lance. And good on Jimmy G and getting the win today. All right. Yep. Uh, Joey, uh, what you got to say? In the arms of the angels. Oh, no. He pulled out Sarah McLaughlin. No. Yeah, it just it sucks to see an injury so in such a young quarterback who barely got even got a chance. Now we got to see. The hottest quarterback in the league, obviously. And no one disagrees with this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hey, uh, no Romo, right? Um... <laughs> no, but um, but seriously, though, uh, Jimmy G played really good for for a backup quarterback because you know you can't con- you can't consider him a starter until he starts next week. So he, as a backup, he played pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, no problem there. I mean, uh, gentlemen, uh, basically, uh, if you've got a drink in your hand, uh, please uh, pour one out for uh, Trey Lance. Um, you know, wish him well. Uh, it is tough uh, for any quarterback or any player, uh, especially when they're young, uh, to sustain an injury, uh, especially, you know, of their legs. Uh, wish him the best on his recovery. Um I mean, I know the 49ers, you know, they have had good things with uh, Jimmy G in the past. Uh, it's nice to see Seattle, you know, come down to earth a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, basically that's all I have to say about that. Let's kind of pick this up a little bit. Uh, we got four games to go. Uh, let's go uh, Dallas and Cincy. Any, uh, anything, Alex? Cincy failed us again. This time, losing to the backup. So I don't know if they're going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl run, uh, loser generally doesn't do that to uh, well the year after. Uh, Tim, what you got? I think Cooper, the backup quarterback for the Cowboys, did phenomenal job. Even though they had missed like a lot of people, he did phenomenal job as a backup quarterback. So yeah, I think he's going to. His game is going to be good for the next couple of games until Prescott comes back. All right, and Tanner. Uh, the Bengals offense should have done more. And good on the Cowboys to get in the win, even though if it, it was on a field game-winning field goal with three seconds left. Yeah, not wrong there. Uh, I mean, uh, way to go, Dallas. Uh, basically, everybody was like, good season, including me, uh, to the Cowboys. Uh, but uh, everybody out there in uh, Radioland, uh, there is one name I need you guys to look and see if he is available in your fantasy league. And go ahead and pick him up, especially while uh, Rush is the quarterback in Dallas. And that name is Noah Brown. Uh you know, he had a phenomenal first quarter uh, and uh, definitely was you know, instrumental in helping uh, move the ball in Dallas. Uh, so, you know, good on him. Uh, he's definitely, you know, my pickup of the week uh, in terms of fantasy, you know, because I definitely expect uh, some big things out of this uh, young man. Uh, let's go to Denver. What do you see? Uh, what do you see, Tanner, uh, from uh, Denver winning 16-9 against Houston? Um, Russ, he had a nice rebound win, and Texans, we all knew that they were not going to be the best this year. Sorry, Alex. Um, but yeah. All right, Tim, Tim, what you got? So, everybody says Russell's style. Where did you show the style? He lost to his own team. He then when is he gonna show that style, that ninety whatever that max contract he did? Maybe he's gonna take like week ten, maybe. Yeah. 
like he didn't show me nothing that he wants to be a star quarterback for our Broncos. Like he struggled this week a little bit. You know, last week he struggled Seahawks defense. But when he's gonna be a, a star quarterback where he was before. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we shall see. Uh Alex, what you got? Um the defense did pretty well to hold out to at least the fourth quarter. But man, we did not do anything on offense. Uh, so looking forward to drafting either CJ Stroud or Bryce Young in the draft. Oh, and also um, Denver may have a coach as a hack of a coach. Because I my mean... gosh, the decisions he made were out of this world. Uh, totally understandable. But yeah, uh, I mean, Houston, uh, one of my top five uh, draft pick teams uh, this uh, this upcoming year did their job admirably. Thank you, Houston, um, for uh, taxing it up. Um, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I got to talk about Denver real quick. Oh, boy. Right, you got, Joey? Talk about your coach, bud. Just, oh, so everybody, just so everybody knows. I was at this game. Witness. So, it got to a point where we were booing our own team because we were all so pissed at Hackett because he was not what like when we were about to kick that field goal and then we got that penalty which pushed us back from a 54 to a 59. Why did you quarter. not kick the fucking field goal? Pardon my language. I'm sorry. Um no, but, but, but you need to like you're gonna kick a 64 yard to try and win the game in Seattle, but you're too scared to go up by three points or at least in high, mile high in mile high with a 54 yard kicker with a 54 yard or a 59 year old kick. When McManus that can make that because he's made a 59 yard field goal before in his career, like it's and it got. I don't know if you heard it or if you heard paid attention to the announcer saying it, but yeah, we were after the two delay of game penalties. We were at the fans. The whole stadium was chanting, was counting down the numbers. So it'd go I from saw that in the fourth quarter. It'd go 15, 14, 13, 12. <laughs> and as it got down, it would get five, four. Like it would get louder and, then and louder and louder. I mean, you know, it sounds like, uh, you know, definitely the home crowd is uh, loving their. Coach there, uh, and right, and, so, uh, and one one last thing, Hackett needs to Hackett needs to get better at his job, or else he's going to be fired by the end of the season. Because Bronco yep. fans will not have another Fangio situation. Because if uh, if we if we have less to, if we have a non winning record, or without a winning record in Denver, they riot. Uh, All right, Joey, especially with the personnel they have. Yeah, yes. the Broncos going twelve and five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Vegas. Uh, yeah, uh, the Cardinals uh, basically uh, pulling this one out in overtime. Uh, let's go quick, uh, Tanner. What you got? Uh, Kyla Murray, great job. All right, Tim. So Josh Jacobs finally stepped up his game this week, actually, as a star for the Raiders, but Kyle Murray deserved it. Alex, what you got? Uh, great job on the Cardinals, but man, what is it with teams just not putting their foot on the throat? They need to get better. Yeah, you notice that. Um, like it, it almost seems like they try to go in the cruise control after uh, going up by a couple of scores instead of uh, doing what uh, New England used to do and just like, oh yeah, you know, you want uh, you want some more? Yeah, you know, call me daddy. There you go. Um, that's what New England used to do. Now everybody's like, oh yeah, let's get everybody back into this one. And Hunter Renfro pretty much giving the game away. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, but that's all I got to say about that. Uh, you know, going to uh, the Sunday night game, uh, Green Bay versus Chicago. Uh, what everybody got uh, quickly on these? Um, Aaron Ra- Aaron Rodgers looked much better. He would he looked more. Con- and 
like he said, he owns the Bears. Yeah, uh, Alex? Man, the Bears tried their best to stage like a late comeback, but um, apparently he didn't cross the plane, even though it looked like he did. But eh, we'll never know. Right, Tanner? I already went. I mean, Tim. Ah, yeah, I thought Tanner? I heard Tim instead of Tanner. My bad, my well, bad. We can't figure out what the side of the show. Just kidding. So, I think Aaron Jones is a phenomenal game, but what's happening to Fields? You know, Fields is supposed to be an awesome quarter. What's mm-hmm. happening with him? Another side. He's not showing nothing, but Aaron Jones, I think, was the side of the game for tonight. I mean, in response to your Justin Fields analogy, who does he really have to throw to? Uh, they haven't really built anything around Justin Fields Matt, yet. Uh, just Darnell yeah. Mooney. What's up with Tedden? Yeah, he has to get Komet involved in the game, too. Komet, come on. Um, oh, yeah, and Komet? I yeah. mean, like, uh, for me watching the game, like, the Bears were able to run down Green Bay's throats. And, like, for a stretch, they stopped running the ball. And, you know, that led to their ineptitude, uh, which gave, you know, Green Bay the win because they couldn't stop anything. Um, uh, another thing, you know, that with this, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, was nice to kind of like come back, uh, you know, his problems with his uh, wide receivers. I mean, it didn't show he had a whole lot of chemistry still with them, but Green Bay didn't need it to win the game as they ran, you know, as they leaned on the run. They leaned on their workhorses, uh, Aaron Jones and uh, AJ Dillon. All right. So that's uh, that is all the games that played today. Uh, nice little preview. Uh, Tennessee and Buffalo, um, you know, kind of quickly, just uh, one thing you expect and who do you think is going to win Tennessee and Buffalo? We'll go with uh, Tanner first. I think the Bills are going to win with their D and I think they're going to be able to contain Derrick Henry. All right, Tim. I think Bills going to win and Stephon Diggs is going to get more one time because Gabriel Davis is hurt right now, so. Yeah, I'm hoping he plays because he's on my fantasy team, but I picked up uh, McKenzie uh, uh, to back up on that. Alex, what you got? Uh, I expect the Bills to win, but I am uh, hoping for a close game, more back and forth and not a blown lead. Yeah, I'm hoping to see if a lead is over 10 points, that it stays over 10 points. Uh, I am rooting for the Bills to win because I'm a Bills fan. I also expect to see uh, 200-yard receivers on the Bills and Derrick Henry going for 150 and two touchdowns. Oh, and don't forget Josh, you know, going on the ground and through the air. Yeah, I mean, you know, he might go 100 yards on the ground. All right, so uh, Philly and Minnesota, uh, one thing you expect to see, and who do you expect to win? Um, this is – I'm hoping the Vikings are going to win. It's my team's goal. And I'm hoping that Kirk Cousins is going to be able to pick apart the Eagles' defense. All right, Tim, what you got? I think it's going to be a tight game because Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown are like – Good chemistry together, but Jefferson and Cousins. I think Eagles could take the, the game above the Vikings because the way the chemistry between Hurts and Brown are gonna like probably throw the game above the Vikings a little bit edge. All right, Alex, what you got? Uh, I picked the Eagles, and I want to go with a Houston Houston area native, Jalen Jalen Hurts. I want him to score two touchdowns either one on the ground and then one in the air to either Brown or another one of the receivers and just to ball out against the the Vikings. All right. Uh, So I, uh, 
I don't know what the over-under is, but if I'm a betting man, I am taking the over on this game. I expect zero defense at all uh, from either of these guys because of how good the uh, quarterback and receivers are for both teams. Uh, But I give the edge to the Vikings because of Dalvin Cook. Uh, I definitely see his involvement being the – the scale tipper uh, for the Vikings over the Eagles um, and to end uh, week two. Uh, and finally, we're going to uh, preview uh, the week three matchup of Pittsburgh and Cleveland. They're both one and one, both coming off of disappointing losses. So give me one thing you expect and your winner from the, uh, from this game. Uh, Tanner. Um, I think, I still have faith in the Steelers' D. I think they're going to be able to beat the Browns. Tim? I think Steelers will win with Pat Muth and Deontay Johnson, but and then I think Cleveland Browns are going to choke, like the Falcons, probably. All right. All right, Alex? Um, I don't like saying this, but I probably believe this will be a a bounce-back win for the Browns, especially against a division rival. Uh, we saw Amari Cooper do good today, as well as Nick Chubb. We should see that do that on Thursday. And me, I expect all-time football. I expect two of these teams, uh, both of these teams, to just run it down each other's throats uh, as... I believe I mentioned in the first episode of this podcast, I totally believe that the AFC uh, AFC North needs to be uh, needs to trade Cincinnati with Jacksonville. And these games, they should not be allowed to pass. Just let them beat the snot out of each other by running the ball down each other's throats. Um, I, on that note, I see the Browns winning uh, based on uh, Harris not being 100%, and you know, Cleveland Browns having a wonderful uh running back in uh Nick Chubb and a wonderful kicker in Kareem Hunt. I, I, I oh, my bad, a running back in Kareem Hunt. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that is it for our show, um, yeah, this week. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Tanner, Alex, and Tim, and Joey. For uh, coming in and helping uh, me uh, get this, uh, make this episode possible. Uh, thank you, uh, our loyal listeners, uh, for uh, continuing to listen to us uh, week after week. Um, we continue to do better uh, and try to. Uh, please remember to uh, send uh, feedback, uh, leave a review, um, follow us on. Uh, on wherever you are listening to this podcast from uh, so that we can, uh, so we can know that we're doing a good job and get better every time. Um, and, you know, thank you guys uh, for being our, you know, uh, being my guest, helping me out uh, with this. Cause I definitely cannot do this alone. Um, so thank you so much. Um, and on that note, uh, everybody uh, have a wonderful week and, Always have a good season.